right, all right, all right. Well, I am right. so glad to be with you all. Well, this I am morning. so glad to be with you all. My name is Stephanie. I'm the lead pastor here at Mill City. My name is Stephanie. I'm the lead pastor here at Mill City. We have been in this conversation called the difference. Have been in this conversation called the difference. What we're going to continue to talk about today. And so that's what we're going to continue to talk about If I were to say one small thing that makes me smile, I would definitely say the fall colors. Definitely say the fall colors. Anyone else with the fall colors? I, I mean, feel as though they could last about I feel as though they could last about that's how I feel about the fall colors than they do. That's how um, but, I feel about uh, the I'm fall excited colors. for us to, to continue um, this conversation. But, uh, I'm excited Maybe for us to continue this conversation. Maybe there's some of you who are visiting for the first time online. Maybe there's some of you who are visiting for the first time online. I'd love a chance to meet you. We're so glad that you're joining us. And we would love for you to consider making Mill City We would love for you to consider making Mill City your church home during this time. We're doing the best we can to connect people. We know that it's important right now that people don't get isolated. So please let us know how we can do that. all of you know me, I do have one thing I want to know me, to brag I do about. have one thing I want to brag about. To brag about. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to brag about something brother, right And that is that I have one brother. And he is a really big deal. I think my brother is a really big deal. I think my brother is a really big deal. He is the founder and the executive director of a non-profit that our church helped start 10 years ago this month. And as of this last week, it's now called Every Meal. There's and a story I, about why the name uh, changed. There's so a story about why the name changed, and so you can find out all about it. But I do just have to say, I am incredibly proud of my brother. But I do just have to say, I am probably so embarrassed that I'm talking about this right now. He's probably so embarrassed that I'm talking about this right now. But I think he's a super big deal. But today, we're going to look at a letter written by a man named James, also known as Jacob, had Jesus as his brother. Okay. Have Jesus as there is no way that okay. that's going to compete with Rob. There is so no way that, that that's going to compete with, with Jesus. So sorry about that, Rob. Even though I can't compete with Jesus, but can you imagine being Jesus? Can you imagine? Can you imagine the pressure that you must have felt? Can you imagine the pressure that you must have felt? Jesus is your brother, and so this guy James. Like I said, Jacob is his Hebrew name. Like I said, Jacob is his Hebrew name. Has written this letter at this point in the beginning of the early church. In the beginning of the early church. And this year we've been going through the New Testament. And this year we've been all of 2020. New Testament. So if you're joining with us, we have been going through. So if you're joining with us, we have been going through from the beginning of Matthew all the way now. And you can join in at any time with us. And you can join in at any time with us. And what we wanted to say this year was, and what we wanted to say this year was, what does the story of Jesus for us to let us understand our story as we go into 2020? We had no idea how much of a 2020. We had no idea how much of a 2020. It has turned into something more than we imagined. It has turned into something more than we imagined. I think so. Today we're going to explore a topic that I think is is very relevant right now and that is wisdom the topic is the theme wisdom. i would suggest wisdom the is the theme, not the only one, i would suggest but the main the main theme of, not the only of james one, letter the that he's writing to of, these people of james letter that and he's so writing so i'm hoping to today that we can and so I'm hoping today that we can of the difference this Jesus deeper makes in our life, of the difference Jesus in this makes way, in our life, the difference that Jesus makes in this way is that we can be Jesus led by His Spirit. Is that we can be led by His Spirit rather than lives of wisdom. The difference that Jesus makes is that we can be led by the Spirit of Jesus into lives of wisdom rather than chaos. That sounds like really good idea to me right now. So since this time that we've been in has felt chaotic, at least for me, I have felt chaotic. At least for me, I know for many of us, I have found myself. Thinking back on times, I have in my found life myself thinking back on times in my life of 
when of I experience chaos and anxiety a lot of, in my life. I don't know if you've been reminiscing on that, but it's kind of I don't know if this time has brought up those experiences. This time has brought up those experiences for me and the therapist about them. Yes, I have. But as these things come up from my past, but as these things come up from my past, so we've been talking about these things that have happened in my past. So we've been talking about these things that have happened in my past. And one of the things that came in my life when I was very chaotic time in my life when I was in high school. My dad was coming to the end of a nine-year battle with a lung disease battle with a lung disease called pulmonary fibrosis. Kind of strange. And he unexpectedly had to go and for an he unexpectedly had to go for an extended stay at the Mayo, Clinic, Minnesota, at the Mayo Clinic from Rochester, Minnesota, an hour and a half from here. And so me and my brother, I was 17. And so me and my, and my brother, brother Rob, I was 17. Deal, and my brother Rob, the big deal, and we were left 15, to to and we figure out how to navigate high school alone. Figure out how to navigate high school alone. We were home alone for we were home alone for before you're too concerned. There was plenty of neighbors and friends. Too concerned. There was plenty of neighbors and friends. There was no neglect. I promise you. But here we are, 17 and 15. Feeling well, here like we are, 17 and 15, in this feeling like we're growing up pretty fast. In this and it was during that time that I began to and it was take during to heart that time that one I of the passages to heart, of scripture that's become one of the passages, absolutely one of the most meaningful passages, absolutely one of the most meaningful passages of scripture. And it's here in the beginning of the book of James. And it's here in the beginning of the book of James. I want us to start with today. It's actually one of the passages I want us to start with today. James chapter one. I'm going to start right in the beginning. You pull up James chapter one. I'm going to start right in the beginning in verse two. This is how James. Right after he this says hello James, to everybody, this is right what he says. Right after he says hello to everybody, this consider is what he says. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Consider it pure joy, Whenever my you brothers face and trials sisters. of many kinds. Whenever you face trials because you of know many that kinds. the testing of your faith because you know that the testing of your faith produces Let perseverance. Finish its work. Let perseverance finish its work and complete. So that you may be mature, not lacking and anything. complete. Not lacking. If any anything. of you lacks wisdom. You if should any of ask you lack wisdom, who gives you generously to all without finding generously fault. to all and it without will be given finding to you. fault, and it will be given to you. And so you can imagine, just imagine me as this and young so you can person, imagine, just years imagine old. me as this and young person. I was person, realizing that my parents, old, whom I was realizing that my parents, whom I relied on in my life, they were very strong people in my life. With struggles, they were just like human every beings, other human being, and they were facing like some pretty other human being, and they were facing some pretty significant struggles. And as they were facing that, I was coming to the realization of just how I was coming to the realization of just how fragile life is. Just a few months after that, that my dad took his last breath. Just a few months after that, that my dad took his last breath. So in the midst of this time. And so in the I, midst I, of this time, I desperately needed wisdom. I, I, I desperately I was needed feeling wisdom. a deep need for I was wisdom in my life. And it was in that experience that I would say, and it was in that experience that I would really began I look back on that, and that's when I really began to rely on Jesus' leadership in my life. I really think that that was a turning point time frame. I really think that that was a turning point And so I desperately needed wisdom, and here Jesus' brother is telling us that if we ask for it, then we can get it. That if we ask for it, then we can get it. You just need to ask for it. And I was 17, you just need to ask for it. And I was 17, definitely lacked it. So I started I to pray you about that it. I have probably prayed and for I have wisdom to tell you that more than I have anything probably else prayed for wisdom life. more than anything so else. When in my life. That, so when I say Jesus that, 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 that I think that Jesus Spirit can lead us to live lives of wisdom instead of lives of chaos. I know from experience. Because God used that experience in my life to impress because God used upon that experience my heart in a way that I'll never forget. To impress upon my heart in a way that I'll never forget how important wisdom is. So certainly lives. there's plenty of things that are causing us so to go into a little bit of chaos So certainly there's plenty of things that are causing us to go into a little bit of chaos right now. But I think I want to zero in today on one of the main offenders right now. And that is the divisive political climate. And that is the divisive political climate. Anyone else use the word chaotic for that? 
Anyone okay. else use the word chaotic for I'm that? I'm zero okay. in on that today. We're going to talk about James and then zero in on that today. We're going to talk about James and then use that as an example of why we need so wisdom So those who are listening to James' words for the first time, they were living in the first century, they were living in the first century, in a culture that was very impacted by politics of the pretty toxic If you know anything about the first century and what was going on, you know anything about the people who were listening to this letter, the people who were listening to this letter were from people groups that had been oppressed for centuries. centuries. They had been the Jewish people. And dominated they had been controlled by everyone and from the Egyptians to the Syrians, to the Babylonians, to the Greeks, and at this time, when James is writing, and at this time, under the rule of the Roman Empire, they're under the rule of the Roman Empire. Take money, take the Roman Empire, take the money, take property, anytime they please, just to show anytime dominance, their power, and their control. Their dominance, well documented how terrible this well documented how terrible this regime. So these folks are living in a time also where they are would living in a time also not so where they would remember a massacre by King Herod of all these little boys from this I mean, Jewish right family. Right after Jesus is born, we know this happens. How I mean, right many Jesus is born, people we know this were not happens. a part of families during that time. People were not a part of families during that time. And if you're familiar with the story of Jesus, his trial and his death, think about the ways that the government structures were dovetailing with the religious structures to expedite the death of Jesus. These things were toxic. These things were toxic. and it's under it's it's those people who are under, under this burden that James those people writes, who are under this burden that James writes if ask any God, of you lack he will wisdom, give it to you ask generously. God and he will give it to you they could pray to be led by they could pray by Jesus to be led by wisdom rather than chaos just like I'm trying to rather than chaos just like I'm trying to encourage Jesus us said in John 16 as he was talking to Jesus his disciples. Jesus said in John 16 as he was talking to his disciples. He said that he was going to send the Holy Spirit. He said that he was going to send the Holy Spirit as a guide as a counselor. He said As that that guide, spirit would guide us towards the truth. He said that that truth. spirit would guide us towards the truth. That feels necessary right now. That feels and the way that James right writes this letter, what and we can tell is that he was so significantly impacted by his brother Jesus. Significantly impacted by his brother Jesus. That makes sense. But very impacted by his sermon on the mount. Specifically, his teachings in the sermon on the mount. And also, James is very. And also impacted James by, is very not maybe surprisingly, impacted the wisdom by, literature. Not maybe surprisingly, the books in the what we now call the Old Testament. The books that are in the books what we now wisdom, call the Old Testament. Specifically Proverbs. The books of wisdom. He's quoting it and kind of Proverbs. giving a hint He's towoding towards Proverbs it and kind of all the time. Giving a hint towards Proverbs all the time, which makes sense because this theme of wisdom So after this opening call to wisdom that I just read. So after this opening call to wisdom that I just read. That James goes on to explain. That we to be follow truly Jesus' wise, commandment to love God and Jesus love our neighbor as ourselves. To love God he just, and love he just our neighbor flat as out puts that out there right away. He just, he just flat Since out puts so that out there right away. Deeply cares about Since Jesus' teaching. So Deeply cares about Jesus. And then he zeroes teaching. in, though, on what this can and look like. And then he zeros like. in, though, on what this can into, look like. I think James maybe we could call it like pretty into, Christianity. I think maybe okay. we could call it like this practical guy Christianity. This guy is not into okay. just getting it this right intellectually. Not into it's just not that there's no right value in getting it right intellectually. It's not that there's no James value in getting like, it right intellectually. But let what we believe about Jesus actually shape our entire lives. Actually shape our entire lives. It's really pushing people in this way. My buddy who I've never met from the Bible Project. My buddy who I've never met from the Bible Project. Just love it. Let's be this friends. is the way that, that he describes the, the This is the way the that, that he describes the, the a the beautifully James crafted punch in the gut for those who want to follow Jesus. A punch in the gut for those who want to follow Jesus. A beautifully crafted punch in the gut. A beautifully crafted punch in the gut. Highly recommend watching the James. Highly recommend watching the Bible Project has made as they go through these different topics. The Bible Project has made as they go through these different topics. The the book and the letter throughout impressing on people's hearts. These are the areas I think James is saying. These are the areas. These are the areas I think James is saying. These are the areas in which we need to have true wisdom. Examples. He's giving some of how our lives need this wisdom. 
let's uh, let's define wisdom this today. wisdom. So I think there's plenty uh, of definitions wisdom for just for today. I think there's plenty I've of definitions but definition that I want us to use. I've got a definition that I want us to use of the true wisdom that James is talking about. True wisdom. So here it is. The ability to see God's perspective on our circumstances and leadership from the Spirit so and we can leadership take from the Spirit consistent with so we those can take who are followers of Jesus. Consistent with those who are followers of Jesus. The ability to see God's perspective on our circumstances. So it's about how we perceive what's going on. So it's about how we perceive what's going on. Perceive things. It's but it's not about just how that's about how we perceive things. It's also about how that's going to translate into our lives. And James is very, very set on this. And James is very, very set on this. Taking actions that are consistent with consistent with those who are followers. So James focuses on some of these key areas of life. So James focuses on some of these key areas of life. I read wisdom. through James and looking at these different areas of life that James is bringing up, they seem pretty relevant to me at least. So I'll just share a couple of them that stuck out to me. So I'll just share a couple of them that stuck out to me. First of all, he talks about how important it is for us to have wisdom relate with other people. When obviously, we that's important relate with right other now. people. How do we love obviously, other people generously? Right How do we and love genuinely. other people generously? Even when we disagree with them and they're not our favorite people. Even when we disagree with them and they're not our favorite people. wisdom in that one. Another thing that, that stuck out to me, how to have genuine faith and live out Jesus' words and care for those in need. James is talking about how Jesus is saying, James is talking about how when people are hungry, when people need food, when people are hungry, when people need food, when people need water, what do we do about that? Representing Jesus, we care about the things that are wrong being made right. We care about the things that are wrong being made right. Another way we put that is justice. Another thing he talks about in actually multiple places is how we use our words. How we use our words. How to be careful with our words because to be careful with so much our good, words because they can also do so much harm. They can do so much good, but they can also do so much harm. He also talks a lot about how to be wise with our resources. He also talks a lot about how to be wise and not to rely on them like they're God. And not to rely on them like they're God. Wealth is temporary when it comes to the kingdom of God. Wealth is temporary when it comes to the kingdom of God. Figuring out how to use those resources well. Figuring out how to use those resources well. Then finally, it talks a lot about having integrity. And then finally, it talks a lot about having integrity. How do we actually live out the values that we say that we care about? How do we not just like that thing on Facebook and actually? Just have like that, that thing on Facebook and actually how do we actually have, care like, about the things that we say how do we actually that we care, care about with our actions how do we, we care about how do we pray with our actions how do we move how do we pray with our feet how do we move towards I look at these things and I think oh we I need look at these wisdom. things and I think oh, we really need wisdom. We need wisdom. And the difference that really Jesus makes is that we can and the difference that Jesus makes is that we can have access to the wisdom from and that will lead us to lives of trust and that will lead us to lives of trust rather than lives of chaos that's rather than lives of chaos that's Distrust and anxiety. James adds something pretty helpful in the middle of this James letter. James adds something pretty helpful uh, in, James in the middle three. of this letter. He points letter. out the difference between uh, James true wisdom. Three. He points out the difference between true wisdom. And then I'm going to call it so-called wisdom. And then I'm going to call it so-called wisdom. Because in the NIV it's in quotes. So let me read it for you. In the NIV it's in quotes. So let me read it for you. James 3 if you have a Bible. James 3 if you have a Bible. I'll start in verse 13. Listen to the comparison between true wisdom and then this other kind of wisdom. This so-called wisdom. This other kind of wisdom. This so-called James 3, 13. Uh, who James is wise in understanding among you? Who is Let wise them show it by their good among life? You. Let them by show it by their good life. By humility, by deeds that comes done from in humility, that comes but if from you wisdom. Bit, bitter envy but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your do not boast about it or deny the truth. Wisdom, so-called wisdom, does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. 
For where you have envy and selfish ambition, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. There it is, the chaos. Verse 17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven, but the wisdom first of all that comes from heaven, then peace loving, first of all pure, considerate, then peace loving, submissive, considerate to God, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, full of mercy and good fruit impartial peacemakers and who sow in peace peacemakers reap a who harvest sow in peace, of righteousness peacemakers reap a who sow in peace of righteousness peacemakers reap a harvest of righteousness reap a harvest of righteousness so there's a pretty stark contrast right <laughs> between so this a pretty stark contrast, true wisdom right? and the so-called between wisdom between this true wisdom and the so-called wisdom when i was a kid if i was acting a fool when uh, i was a kid if i was acting a fool punk, uh, and being selfish and being unkind my dad would call me a wise and unkind my dad would call me a wise i don't know we don't use that term anymore but but it's i don't know we don't use that term anymore i got the point that was not something i wanted to be i got the point that was not something i wanted i think i'm looking all smart and feeling all wise i think i'm looking all smart and i'm looking all wise you know what but instead i'm looking like a smart you know what and it's not cool how often do we leave a conversation or an argument that we might get into an argument you know, or, that or we press might get into enter, a uh, when we post or, something or online, enter, uh, or send when we post something online, and we think we're being or smart, send that text being message, wise, and we think we're being we're smart, really we being we're being a jerk. wise, but we're really being a jerk. I, I, I admit that it's happened. I, I, I admit James that it's description happened. of true wisdom is James that we just read of true is anything but being a jerk. Right? Read is I love that last part jerk, of what right? he I love that there. last part peacemakers of what he offers who sow in peace peacemakers who sow in peace another word for righteousness is righteousness another word for righteousness is justice peacemakers who sow in peace when people offer peace they're putting peace out there all around they're going to bring back then justice they're going to bring back then justice and I think that word peacemakers is important and I think that word peacemakers is important because it's different than peacekeepers, peacekeepers isn't are from the Hunger Games. It's not the same thing. Peacekeepers are from the Hunger Games. It's not the same thing. Are the people who are trying not to get in a tough spot? Are the people who are trying not to get in a tough spot? Trying not to have any conflict. That's not what we're talking about here. Things sometimes we have to call out hard things. These are wrong things that need to be made right. That's part of our calling. It's pretty clear. Right. That's part of our calling. It's pretty clear. That doesn't mean that we can be jerks while we do it. But that doesn't mean that we can be jerks while we do it. Doesn't mean we can do it without. And it doesn't mean that we can do it without. Love. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's let's talk about the political climate. Okay, so let's climate. get into it. Let's, let's just let's talk go about right the political into it. climate. Let's I know this can be an anxiety-producing, right so let's I know this can be an anxiety-producing, so let's all take a talk about it. I don't have any interest in causing more anxiety right now. I don't have any interest in causing more anxiety right now. But I think politics should matter to Christians. But I think politics should matter to Christians. Here's my definition of politics. As someone who's not a political junkie at all, here's my definition. The ways our society organizes how we live together. The ways our society Society organize how we live and I think together. it should Make matter sense? to us as followers of Jesus how our society organizes how we live together. I think we should be involved in that in some way. I think we should be involved in that in some way. And that's a matter of wisdom for us while to wonder about. And that's a matter of wisdom for us to wonder about. And I think that there's plenty of room for political differences in this community, it's really important to me that you know that. It's really important to me that you know that. You are smart people. You think about a lot of things. You are smart people. You think about a lot of things. Who have a lot of different opinions. It's normal to be a part of a group. Who have a lot of different opinions. It's also normal when you get new information to change your opinions. It's also normal when you get new information. That's okay. to change your opinions and thoughts. So while I think That's there's okay. room for difference, I, so while I think, I think there's room for difference, that some I, I of think us there's can, maybe most of us can agree on. Some of us can maybe most of us can agree on. It's kind of tough stage right now, to see wisdom on the political there's, stage. Right I'm not now, saying there's none. I'm just saying there's not there's, that much. I'm not saying there's none. I'm just saying there's not that much. A couple of weeks ago, when President Trump and former Vice President Biden were debating, and former Vice President Biden were debating, it was a mess, wasn't it? That Chris Wallace guy. Someone needed to give him a mute. That Chris Wallace guy. Someone needed to give him a mute. But before I get too critical, let me let me share. Before you, I get too critical, one of my let, me, friends, let me share his with you. Dan, he's also one of my friends. He reflected on this that night. He reflected on this this that night. This the is what he said about we that are debate. watching is the a debate mirror. we are watching. It is a us. mirror. We are seeing it is our us. marriages. 
We are seeing our, relationships, our marriages, our churches, our, relationships, our social media our churches, engagements, our social media on national television. Reenacted on national television. And I think it's hard for me to admit that, that I think he's on to something with that observation. That he's on to something with that Even in my own life, I see some of these that echoes even of in my that own chaos. Life, I see some of these echoes of that chaos. That and if, if my wisdom. friend Dan's opinion even and has if, like if a my friend sliver Dan's of opinion truth, even has what like does a it sliver look like of truth, for us to engage then what does it look like this definition of true wisdom this definition of true wisdom realities that we're facing to the political realities that we're facing in the next few weeks but also society they're going to be figuring out how to organize society they're going to be figuring out how to organize the political sphere will always be a part of our lives the political sphere will always be the definition again if we're going to say how does wisdom definition again if we're going to say how does wisdom wisdom part of our life ability to see god's perspective the ability to see God's perspective the leadership from the Holy Spirit so we can take leadership from the Holy Spirit so we can take actions consistent with those who are followers of Jesus consistent with those who are followers of Jesus it starts with praying for wisdom it starts with praying for wisdom I think some of us myself included might need to admit some of us myself included might need to admit there's been a lot than there has been praying commenting than there has been praying what is going on confusion than there has been asking God what is going on confusion than there has been asking God for wisdom but what does it look like for us to ask God to? But what does it look like for us to ask God the Holy Spirit to lead us in every aspect of how we engage politically? Here's some ways that I want to encourage us. Here's some ways that I want to encourage us to approach this season. We have to remember, first and foremost, above all, that Jesus is our primary leader. Above all, that Jesus is our primary leader. That we have an allegiance to Jesus. That we have an allegiance to Jesus. First and foremost, a primary citizenship in what we call the kingdom of God. This kingdom that's breaking in all around us. Whenever a wrong thing is made right. The Whenever a wrong thing is made right, the kingdom of God These is breaking. These little kingdoms, I often call them the little kingdoms. These little kingdoms, kingdoms of God, and then there's the little kingdoms. kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God, and then there's the little kingdoms. I think they matter, and they I matter. think God's spirit can lead us to participate well within the little kingdoms. Well within the little kingdoms. To participate well within the little kingdoms, for instance. Within our political process, but if we see ourselves as I'm encouraging us but if to, we see ourselves primarily as primarily citizens to, of God's kingdom, as primarily then citizens we go back of to God's this definition kingdom, of wisdom, right? Then we go back to wanting this definition to see of God's wisdom, perspective right? on every wanting issue, wanting to see God's perspective on every vote, on every, on every, on every platform, on every on conversation, every vote, on every platform, on every and conversation. And we ask the Spirit to lead us. Then and we ask the Spirit to lead us. Then that are consistent with what it means to be followers of Jesus. Actions that are consistent with what it means to be followers of Jesus. So, in my opinion, if you do this, if you in my opinion, if you do this, if you look for God's perspective. You are going to feel anybody tension. feeling some tension out there? Anybody because feeling there some is tension no out there? Political party because there is no political party that even gets God. close to a reflection no of the kingdom of God. I have no idea how we got to the point where we even have no idea how we got to the point where we even expected to be like the kingdom of God. But we do sometimes to be like the kingdom of God. But we do sometimes. It doesn't mean that political parties don't do good things. It doesn't mean that political parties don't do good things. Because of broken people like us participating in them. Because of broken people like us participating in the kingdom of God. So I would say there's inevitable tension. So I would say. There's and I know that none tension. of us like feeling tension. I don't I know like that none tension. of us like feeling tension. But if we are going to look around with what we sometimes call a gospel lens, asking for the wisdom of God's perspective, then I think you're going to feel tension. And if you don't feel tension, perhaps you're not paying attention. if you don't feel tension, perhaps you're not paying attention. this world we live in. Because that's the reality of this world we live in. Being a Jesus follower doesn't mean that we get to escape tension. Being a Jesus follower doesn't mean that we get to escape tension. I think it means we're called to be faithful I think it means we're called to be faithful Within the other day, the I was talking to my friend Pastor Eugene. The other Cho, day, I was talking to my friend Pastor Eugene. Who called "Thou shalt not be a jerk." 
called Thou Shalt Not Be a Jerk. Christian's Guide to Engaging Politics. Thou Shalt Not Be a Jerk. And he has this quote in the book. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and not the kingdom of a political party. And not the kingdom of a political party. in our conversation, he brought up something that I see happening so often. He brought up something that I see happening so often. He said, too often politics has shaped our theology of discipleship rather than what it means to be a follower of Jesus shaping our politics. We sometimes we've got politics above all and it sometimes put politics above all and rather than Jesus leadership above all and rather than Jesus leadership above all including that shapes the rest of our lives including our loving our neighbor even loving our enemies that's our neighbor even loving our enemies that's a bold invitation from Jesus isn't it how does that shape our politics how does that shape we our can't politics? Merely care about only one or two issues. Merely care about only one or two issues. What God cares about is pretty complex. How does that shape our politics? How does that shape our politics? It makes wisdom pretty necessary, doesn't it? It makes wisdom pretty necessary. I know many of you have found yourself in some really difficult. I know many of you have found yourself in some really difficult conversations with people that you care deeply about. But even when things are tense, can we still choose love? But even when things are tense, can we still choose love? When we're being peacemakers. Calling out injustice, can we do so? Calling out injustice as our motivation, or maybe we need to as our motivation, or maybe we need to wait until when we're listening to to the things that are happening around us. How are we letting our relationship with Jesus? How are we letting our relationship with Jesus shape? Pastor Eugene said, "We need to think about not only just what we say or do, but how we say or do, but how we so desperately need wisdom in this area. We so desperately need wisdom in this area. I absolutely believe that we should absolutely believe." As uh, that we should vote. ask God for wisdom. I think we should be praying about that. I personally want to encourage you to vote. In my opinion, I think we should if we have the right to do it. In my opinion, I think we should if we have the right to do it. I think that your participation and through voting matters. I think our current and future and hope is so clearly in Jesus' leadership. It's not clearly in Jesus' leadership. But at the same time, it clearly matters who leads us. So it matters. But pray about that. Make it a matter of prayer in your life. Make it a matter of prayer in your life. But here's the thing. I think it's a mistake to but think that voting I think is it's a mistake the only to think or even the primary way that we engage or even the primary way that we engage We've got so many areas of engagement that we need God's wisdom. In addition to voting, God's wisdom. Let me just give some examples. First of all, we need wisdom. Let me just give some examples. How to have integrity with our time and how to have integrity with our time in order to love the people and our finances. We live right around our actual neighbors. We live right around our actual neighbors. We need wisdom to know how to lend our voices to our local governments, like our neighborhoods to our local governments, like our neighborhoods. Maybe we notice that some people's voices aren't being heard. Maybe we notice that some people's voices aren't being heard. What do we do about that? We deeply need wisdom. When we dialogue we with deeply other people, need don't wisdom we? when we dialogue with other people, issues? don't we? About what these if, important what issues, we literally what if, what ask if, God's spirit to lead us in those conversations. You came into a conversation you know is going to be tense. You came into a conversation you know is going to be tense. I want to listen and you to you to God. With one I want to listen to you with one ear and listen to my friend with the other. And I want to try to listen to what you might guide me to When the reptile brain comes out, we put the lizard back. When the reptile brain comes out, we put the lizard back and we say, "No, I'm trying to listen to God to the best I can." And from that place, to this dialogue with somebody else. To enter we need into wisdom. this dialogue with somebody else. We, got, we, need, we wisdom. need wisdom to determine what is true got, and what is not. So that we're not a part of spreading false information. That's not spreading loving. false information. That's we not need loving. wisdom to live the way we need wisdom of Jesus to live in a society where it's countercultural. In a society where it's countercultural. In a society where power plays and fear mongering. We see that on both sides. We see that on both sides. All sides of the There's so much at stake if we don't ask God for wisdom. If we but don't good ask news God for wisdom, is that if we the good ask for it, is God will that if give we it to ask us, for it generously, God will James give it to us generously, generously James if says. we ask for it. Generously, if we ask. I for know it. this is a tough season. 
I know that I know there's this is tough, tough conversations season. going on. I know, I know that, that there's tough conversations going on. I know all that of this. you're all exhausted so by all of this. Ask, but it's God, so important that we ask. But it's so important that we ask. God, open our with eyes. The strength we have what left. you want us to see. Open our eyes to what Make you want us to see. Make our ears so they can hear your voice. Make our so ears so they can your hear your voice. And lead so us into the wisdom. actions you want us to take. And so we can be led towards lives of wisdom. So we can be led towards lives of wisdom, political sphere, but in all of our lives. Not just in the political sphere. We have the band come back up, and I just want to end with some resources for you. And I just want to end with some resources for you. Today is the last day you can sign up for one of them is called fake news and faith. One of them is called how to fake news and wisdom. How to Rachel Whiteman is teaching that class. Wisdom. She is a librarian. Is very experienced. She is a librarian. Very dialogue in, in divisive times is a class that Donna Diamond is going to be teaching. She's been trained in this type of interaction as well. She's been trained in this type of interaction as well. You can head to MillCityChurch.com/equipping to sign up for those. You can head to MillCityChurch.com/equipping to sign up for those. And then I also want to let you know that I interviewed Pastor Eugene Cho on my podcast. Great conversation with him last week. You might not agree with everything he says, but I would encourage you to listen to it anywhere. But I would encourage you to listen to it anywhere. You can find podcasts and stories. Working on what I'm calling finally, my dialogue in divisive times. My dialogue in divisive times. Everyone who's on our email list, okay, and I'm going to email everyone who's on our email list this week. It's not perfect. So let's conclude today by doing exactly what James says. Let's just pray for wisdom before we go into our time of worship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for the invitation to you. To draw near we thank to you, you for the promise of your presence. We thank you for the promise but of that your presence. That's not just there to comfort us, but also but to that guide us. That's not just there to comfort us, but also to that guide you us. You are a counselor. Holy that you Spirit. are a that counselor. You guide us towards truth. Holy Spirit. That you guide us towards even truth. Even as humans, we we never know for even sure. Even as if we're humans, right, we, we never okay. know for sure. But if give we're us hearts right, that can trust okay. you. But give us to hearts that can trust you. After your wisdom, to never stop seeking after your wisdom. We ask God that you would give us wisdom in every aspect of our life. You would give us wisdom in every aspect of our life. As people are trying to discern what to do when it comes to their kids, people are facing uncertainty in their jobs. People are facing uncertainty in their jobs. Join in justice and restoration. We're trying, we're trying to figure out how to participate politically. We're trying to figure out how to participate politically beyond. In these next few weeks, and we desperately beyond. need your wisdom. We desperately need your wisdom. Holy Spirit, guide us, lead us. Holy Spirit, guide us. Give lead that us. wisdom to us generously. You tell give us we that can wisdom ask for to it. us generously. You tell us we can ask give us for it. wisdom so that we can join. Give us your wisdom work in the so world. that we can join and your love work others in the world. In the name and of love Jesus. others. Amen. In the name of Jesus.